when I got this first deal, I was doing a lot of door knocking. So just, you know, going door to door, working actually for closer foreclosure lists at the time. And so it was interesting to me that like I had been door knocking foreclosures for a few months and, um, you know, I had drum drum up a lot of, you know, filling up my pipeline and whatnot, but it wasn't, I hadn't had anything that actually closed yet. And so it was interesting that this kind of came from some, like just some random posts that I made, you know, maybe a month before this. And so after that, I kind of got away from the door knocking and that's when I a great book can totally challenge your conventional thinking and change your life for good. However, some of us just don't have the luxury of time of sitting down to read a book. But there are some instances in which we do have dead time. And these are perfect times to learn. So we can learn while driving instead of jamming to the same music on the radio. Or maybe at the gym. Well, now you can. Dwelling has partnered with Amazon's Audible to give you the dwell listeners a free book yes a free book so all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash dwelling and download your free book this will also be in the show notes you can click on the link and if you don't have a book in mind and you say hola i don't actually know where to start with well awesome because i can tell you what to start with today it's a quintessential classic it's called rich dad poor dad so download rich dad poor dad and that would basically just take your mind on a different spin of course, I'm always open to hear um, from our Dwell listeners. So email me at ola at dwelling.com. And then feel free to also give us a, a rating and review. This really helps us to rank better in iTunes. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on The Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got an incredible guest with us today, Christina Ortega. Hey, Christina, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. So yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, tell us a little bit more about who you are, um, what you do, and what you've been up to lately. Yeah, so I am. I'm actually out of Phoenix. Phoenix is where I live, but um, the main our main market that we um, invest and in wholesale in is Los Angeles. So I actually. Um, when I first started my business, I was living in Los Angeles and. Um, was there for about five, almost six years. And, um, and then when I moved back to, to Phoenix, where I'm originally from, um, now we've transitioned and, and we were already kind of transitioning even when I lived in Los Angeles, but we're completely virtual now. So we do a lot of like virtual wholesaling in Los Angeles. And then we do some here in Phoenix too. Interesting for those who are looking to get started in real estate, um, and they might be in New York City or maybe like you were in LA and they've been trying to do this and they just can't, you know, get to do any wholesale deals. Um, you know, what would you say to that person actually if somebody's trying to get started, um, but they feel like they have to, number one, be in the same market. Um, number two, they just can't get started. Yeah, you know, I, I always do think it is um, a good idea just to, to start in the market that you're in, unless you have like some really weird parameters where um, maybe it's just way too, way too small. Maybe you want to go into a bigger market then. Um, but yeah, being in the market first, I think is, is pretty helpful. You have your boots on the ground and um, you know, if you've never done a deal before having that extra, like person personal interaction and being able to sit with people in their living room at the start is helpful and then I think as you um get a little bit more 
um, confident in your skills, then transitioning is, is just a really, it's um, a, a really easy and natural way to go. Let me go back a little bit. Um, you know, what were you doing before you got started in real estate? And why did you pick real estate? And then you did pick real estate, but you picked, you picked a pretty tough um, asset class, in my opinion, please correct me if I'm wrong, which is basically wholesaling, right? Um, so mm-hmm. kind of just walk us through what you were doing before, just give us kind of a background. I'm just kind of curious. Sure. Yeah. So before I was actually, I um, was an executive assistant. I worked for a logistics company for uh, just about five years. And before that I did like, um, I worked in a lot of different recruiting for like colleges and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mainly, most of my experience have been like doing executive, uh, like administrative or executive assistant. So it was, it was nice because that really taught me to like juggle multiple things, which, you know, is really important when you do have your own business and just, you know, getting comfortable with like wearing many hats. Um, so that was a, a good um, kind of a prepper for me to, to, to get out on my own and, and start my own business. So why real estate? What made you, what make you, I mean, what made you think, Hey, I'm doing, you know, this year work and then. Right. Know, I'm recruiting. Let me go do real estate. I had always been interested in real estate. Even like when I was younger, I went with my, my parents were always really interested in like, they, they really didn't like flip houses, but like home improvement just to their own house and like, um, you know, putting in like sweat equity. Um, and so at the, in 20, 2010, like after the market crashed in 08, um, I was, uh, I bought my first condo or it was a townhome in Mesa, Arizona and got it for like dirt cheap. And my dad helped me fix it up. And, you know, we, we got it all fixed up. And five years later, I sold it for, you know, more than double what I paid for it. So I was like, this is cool. Like there's something to this. And, um, and I had actually gone to school to try and be, um, a real estate agent. But when I was there, I was just like, this really isn't what I want to be doing. Like I, I didn't see myself like walking people through homes and whatnot. And um, a few years later, I actually stumbled on a book that was about wholesaling. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, I, I didn't even know you could do that. Right. So my mind was blown. And then I just went and did that. <laughs> so let's jump right into it. So you, you did jump into it. Um, tell us about your first deal. How did you find that deal? How did you fund that deal? And just kind of what was the backstory? Yeah. So my very first deal I actually got from... Um, it, somebody contacted me on, have you heard of the, uh, the app called offer up Never like heard of where it. people can, it's kind of like a Craig, like an app. That's kind of like a Craigslist where people can buy and sell items and stuff. And I posted just a picture on there that said, um, we buy houses or I buy houses and, and my phone number. So I actually had a, a lady reach out for me that way. And, um, it was actually the daughter of a seller and she, of, of the, of the owner. Um, and she said that her, her, you know, her mom had this house that they wanted to sell. It was kind of older and needed a lot of work because her brother was actually living in there and he trashed it. Um, he used to have like a lot of parties there. And then he actually ended up going to jail. And so they were using the fact that now he was in jail as like an opportunity to just like get rid of the house. And, um, yeah, so it, 
So we ended up, we, um, we got it under contract and we ended up finding a buyer, um, for, I think we, I want to say we made 75,000 on it. Um, yeah, for, it, it was pretty good for, yeah, for our first deal. Um, so then we put it into escrow and come to find out that, um, it actually needed to go through probate, but because there was the, the mother, the, so the, the owner, um, she was still alive. Right. But her husband, um, her husband had passed. Um, and the, the way that they took, they did, they took tenancy in common when they, like, it was a, a whole mix up on like, they didn't even mean to take title that way. And I, I think something happened with when they initially first bought the property that, um, it wasn't, it, it basically wasn't deeded correctly. And then, so what they needed to do, they didn't have to go through like the, the, the whole shebang, but it did have to go through like a very quick kind of pro, a probate process. It took us from, we were supposed to close on that, on that property, like 20 in 20 days. And it ended up having to be extended. I want to say like three more months. This was a while ago now. So an, an extra three months. So not like a typical, cause I, in California, I mean, probates can easily take six months to a year or even longer. So it wasn't that serious, but it did need to go to court. And, um, and then after that, we were able to, to finally close on it. And our buyer, um, took over the property. We got a nice assignment fee and yeah, that was my first deal. Nice. Good, good first deal. Um, so you you did this deal. You were like, Oh, geez, um, this is really nice. So I I guess building that up process. Um, so maybe tell us a little bit more of what that, what your virtual, you know, marketing real estate business looks like today and, you know, sure. kind of doing what and was helping you. What does, what does that look like for someone that is listening to this? They might be thinking, I wanted some, something similar. How would they go about putting mm-hmm. something like this together? Yeah. So, uh, and actually at the time of when I was, um, when I got this first deal, I was doing a lot of door knocking. So just, you know, going door to door, working actually for closer foreclosure lists at the time. And so it was interesting to me that like, I had been door knocking foreclosures for a few months and, um, you know, I had drum, drum up a lot of, you know, filling up my pipeline and whatnot, but it wasn't, I hadn't had anything that actually closed yet. And so it was interesting that this kind of came from some, like just some random posts that I made, you know, maybe a month before this. And so after that, I kind of got away from the door knocking and that's when I got a little bit more into cold calling. So we did a lot of cold calling. Um, and at the same time I started working on my website and doing, um, and learning SEO. So that's pretty much my, um, my best strategy, even to date now SEO really, I just love those kinds of leads. They bring in people who are just, you know, a lot more motivated and a lot more like ready right now. They want to sell their, their property today, as opposed to a lot of other lead sources, you know, you're waiting for a, a few months before they're going to convert. So, um, so SEO is, is a huge part of our strategy today. And then like what my team looks like, I have an acquisitions manager, I have a dispositions manager, and then I have two virtual assistants. So wow. it's pretty small. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But still, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty small, but lean, I'm guess. I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? Lean and mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like to say, I like to keep it lean. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. SEO, um, you know, search engine optimization for those that don't even know what that is. Can you just tell us a little bit more about 
what that process looks like. Um, you mentioned yeah. that those leads are more motivated. Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Yeah. So SEO is basically people finding you on Google or another kind of search engine. They're typing in something like sell my house fast or, you know, um, get cash for my house. And it's basically kind of the, the SEO is like the science or the art of being first when they or at least very high up on, on the search results when people type in things like that. So usually if you if you type in something into Google, usually the first three things that you're going to see at the top are ads. And they say like they have a little ad box next to them. And then after that is um, the organic search results. And that's what SEO is. It's be organically being there. Whereas like the ads, that's Google AdWords or PPC, whatever you want to call it, you're paying to be there. Whereas SEO, you've demonstrated some, um, basically you've demonstrated um, some, some, some level of credibility. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Credibility, credibility would be mm -hmm, credibility in, in Google's eyes. And so Google sees that, okay, this, this website people really like, so it wants to rank you higher because it can tell when people go onto your site, they're interacting, they're interacting with it. They're, you know, leaving their, their information, they're becoming a lead and all of that. So that's kind of, that's what SEO is. It's people seeking you out and saying, Hey, I, you know, I have a house, I want to sell it. Please give me a call. Or maybe they call you directly. Um, as opposed to, you know, texting someone or calling someone and trying to find someone who's in, in the right state at that time and is going to be receptive to, to talking to you. These people who are like, they've already made up their mind that they want to sell, they need to sell, and they're seeking out your help to at least to get a, a cash offer or um, sometimes even just, it's what's well, kind of cool. What I love about SEO is that you'll, you'll, get some leads that they've just done a lot of research and they've looked at your reviews. They've spent time on your website. They've watched your videos. And so they've already like made up in their mind, like, I want to sell to you. As long as you give me a fair price, we'll like, they want to do business with you just because they like what they've already found about you. And those are, those are the best leads to get. Are you using um, carrot um, for your website? I'm just curious. Yes. yes, I am. Yeah, awesome. I have care. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. So you're also big on your business serving you, um, mm -hmm. lifestyle design. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? It kind of really fits in with obviously your, your virtual business, but just tell My us. My virtual model. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I always, a lot of people, when we get into real estate, they're like, oh, I want, you know, I want financial freedom. I want freedom of my time and all that. And then they, you, you start building a business and it like takes all of your time. Right. And, you, and before you know it, you're working twice as much as you did at your nine to five job. So that's something that I've always just been really conscious of is that I do want to work less. Like I, I, I do love building a business, but I also like having a life. Right. So, um, that's one of the, the, reasons why having a virtual model was really important to me is because I want to be able to work from wherever I want to be, whether I want to, you know, go on vacation and be in Europe or even just like go and stay in the mountains and, uh, you know, a, a few hours away from home, whatever it is, however I want to, to, to live my life. I just don't want to be tied to like going into an office. So I really like the, the virtual model. And then also, um, 
uh, SEO works really well too, because you convert, you're able to convert more lead, more from less leads. Whereas like with, with, um, cold calling or texting, you might have to talk to 50 leads before you get a deal. And so it's just a lot more busy work, right? A lot more follow-ups, a lot more babies, essentially babysitting your leads. Whereas SEO and a lot of, of these online lead generation strategies, you only need 10, 15 leads to convert a deal. So, um, it's, it's like work smarter, not harder. Right. <laughs> right, 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 mm-hmm. right. So, um, just kind of the final question for, for this segment. So can you kind of just give us a case study of a deal that you consider was kind of like your best deal, or maybe you made the most money or you really went out of your way to help, you know, the, the seller or just something like that. Sure. Yeah. So we had one recently that, um, I was working with a, actually the person who called me, so it was an SEO lead. The person who called was the brother of the owner of the property. And he explained to me that his brother, the owner, um, was living in this property with his wife, his wife passed away. And then, you know, the, the, the owner, um, was having just a really hard time. You know, he was, he went into a really bad depression and was just living in this house by himself for about a year after his wife died. And, um, and then his brother finally told him he was like, because the, so this, this house is in California, it was in Riverside and, um, the brother who's in Virginia told him, Hey man, you got to like, just get out of that house. Right. It's not, you like, just come, come back here to Virginia where the guy was originally from and, you know, be, be with your family. It's not good for you to be there. So the guy was like, you know what, you're right. And so just, he left the house. He literally left the key with a friend and just got out of Dodge, like left all of his stuff behind. I think he took his dog and a few like close a few, you know, real personal belongings. But other than that, he left everything there. And so, um, when the brother called me, he was like, yeah, I have a power of attorney for him. My brother doesn't want to handle the house at all. Right. He just, um, I'm going to sell it for him. So can you work with me? I said, sure. No problem. Is there any way we can get access into the house? And he was like, yeah, there's a neighbor. Um, she had, she has the key and I'll, I'll call her and have her reach out to you so that you guys can coordinate getting into the house. And, um, few, few days went by, hadn't heard from her or him again. So I call him back and I'm like, yeah, I, you know, still haven't heard anything. And he was like, yeah, I've been, um, I've been really stressed about this. I've been wanting to call you because she, she's not answering now. We just like, can't get in, in touch with her. She kind of ghosted us. So I told him no problem. We'll, what we can do is we'll rekey the property for you, put a lockbox on it. So you guys still have access and that will at least get us in. And so we can see the property. And he was like, really thankful that we were able to do that. Right. Cause they're at the other side of the country now in Virginia. And, um, so we rekeyed the house for them. We were, um, we were able to buy it and take care of all the stuff because he didn't want to, like, he, he just left everything. Right. And so like, we literally took on every, you know, all of the cleanup of the property and everything and ended up um, selling it to one of our partners and made a real, made a pretty good, really good deal size on that one. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, for sharing that. We're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick rounds. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready, okay. ma'am? 
Yes. All right, first question. What makes you Christina unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next girl or the next guy? Um, you know, I think I'm very grounded. I have a really good, like, um, just sense of self and I don't get, um, I just, yeah, I, I have like a, a piece about me where I'm, I, I feel like I'm a pretty grounded person. Nice. Second question. Mm -hmm. What was the last book that you read? What was the one thing you picked up from that book? Last book that I read, um, I'm reading, what am I reading right now? Um, I'm reading this one by uh, Jocko Wilnicki. Oh, Extreme Ownership or Jocko Wilnick. I, yeah, I, 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 I know the book. Is it? Is it? Yeah, I know the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that one just like really resonated with me, like just taking ownership over everything. People just respect you so much more when you take every, um, you take ownership of every little thing that happens in, in your company. If there's something that one of your team members did wrong, it's probably because you didn't, it like comes back to you. You did, you must not have given um, good enough direction or you weren't, um, you didn't coach them as well as you thought. So just taking ownership of everything I think is really important final question what do you do for fun what do i do for fun i do a lot of hiking i do a lot of traveling like going on like weekend trips wine tasting just getting out and being adventurous i love it if somebody's listening mm -hmm. and thinking wow i really like christina i want to get connected with her what's the mm -hmm. best place people can reach out get to know you more um, you can uh, reach out to me on Instagram. It's Christina Kudlock, um, just at Christina Kudlock. Fantastic. Really appreciate mm -hmm. you, Christina. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Ola. It was really nice chatting with you. Thanks for having me on. You may have heard the phrase, there are a thousand ways to make a thousand dollars in real estate. Well, now you can actually tune into the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast with over a thousand believe it or a thousand podcasts and still going the best real estate investing advice ever show is hosted by a very good friend of mine joe fellas joe talks to influential thought leaders we share the best advice ever with none of the fluff you've got to check this stuff out so listen and subscribe at bestevershow.com that's bestevershow.com